Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles, first episode of the new year 2021, episode 129, a thin line between love and hate. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. I hope everyone had a wonderful new year. It is 2021, and yes, we are still in the pandemic. Uh, come March, it will be a year. Um, so around this time last year, we were literally so happy that it was 2020. We were just talking about how much we had fun for New Year's. Uh, this year, it's a little bit different. Yes, very different. Um, but let's get into the show. So much to discuss. Okay. So, damn America. White privilege has stormed the Capitol building. So, if everyone doesn't know by now, the Capitol was raided, destroyed, burglarized, humiliated. It was a shit show, okay? Pretty much, you know, Trump had his rally of his supporters downtown D.C. because they wanted to protest or be at a rally for their First Amendment rights or whatever they call it. Pretty much, Donnie came out there, talked to them like around 12.30, told them, you know, we're not going to stand for this, blah, 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 blah. We're going to go down and march down to the Capitol building, and I'm going to be there right with you. All this stuff, okay? So about, I'm going to say like maybe 1.30, about 1.30 because... I was on my lunch break. I'm still working from home. So I was on my lunch break watching the news. <clears throat> and I just see all the people down there. I'm like, damn, it's cold as shit down there. I don't see not a black person inside. I know ain't no black people down there because it's cold. Cold as shit. Black people don't really go outside when it's freezing. So I'm putting, I see all of that. Then I see Mitch McConnell. He give his little speech. And I'm just sitting there looking at Mitch give his speech and trying to figure out is his mouth moving because he's so damn old and then next thing I know Schumer was on TV and he was giving his speech and that's when I left to go back to work next thing I know the group chat is going off going off going off I'm like what is happening Jesus so looking at group chat they like girl they don't got us to the capital broke into the capital I said say what they did what? She was like, yeah, girl. And it got us to the Capitol, girl. All of his supporters, this, that, and that. I said, no, let me go. Let me go turn on the news. Let me go see what's going on. I go turn that news on. And baby, I mean, it was a shit show down there. Okay? It was a mess. I mean, the people were just letting them do whatever it is they wanted to do. Okay, law enforcement was letting them do whatever they wanted to do. Okay, I'm looking at the people; they just out there yelling and screaming, and they done they raid the. I mean, they bombarded in the Capitol. They didn't even, you know, I take that back. They didn't even bombard in the Capitol. They literally just went in that bitch themselves. They literally was in there. With their camera phones, looked like they was on a field trip, having them a good ass time. Meanwhile, some law enforcement is doing something, 
some law enforcement wasn't doing shit. Damn. The police damn near moved the barricades to let them come through the Capitol. Now, this is the thing about the Capitol. For people that are not aware, you know, born and raised in D.C., myself, I grew up on Capitol Hill. Capitol Hill is pretty much where you have your Senate offices, very nice neighborhood, Union Station. That's pretty much like our... Grand Central Station, where like the trains and all that stuff come in. All of that. That's where a lot of tours go. So I literally lived Constitution Avenue. That was my old address. So I can literally, back in that time, walk to the Capitol, walk to the Senate office, walk to all of that. My mom at the time when we lived there, Growing up, she worked for the United States Senate. She worked for one of the senators there, Senator Messenbaum. She worked for um, doing IT. <clears throat> so, of course, I used to always come to the Senate offices, you know, be there as a little kid, everything. When I tell you, when I tell you, you cannot get in this building to save your life. You cannot get into the Capitol for nothing. Even if you had a badge, certain workers couldn't get on certain floors, couldn't be on certain floors. You, when you were outside of the Capitol building, you literally, all you can do is walk past. You cannot step on the steps to take no picture. You cannot do shit. So... Me growing up in D.C. and I'm sure all the other D.C. Washingtonians, they're looking at this shit and they're like, what the? Really? This is because it's amazing. Like you cannot get to that building for nothing, nothing. And if you have to get into that building, you have to have like special, 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 special permission. So I'm just looking and the pictures come Oh, and I mean, they're carrying podiums. They're fucking sitting in people's office with their legs up, feet up on the desk. They're, you know, acting a fool. Okay. Acting a complete fool. So, you know, I'm just sitting back. I'm just like, you know what? I said, in the, I said to my friends, I said, listen, this is what I want us to do. This is not our fight, black people. Black people, this is not our fight. We're going to mind our business. And we're and we going to even, ain't going to look, ain't going to throw it, ain't going to look, ain't going to throw it. And, you know, I've seen plenty of people post like, oh, well, what is the difference with this? And the difference when people were burning down buildings and uh, in the summer 2020. I said, let me tell you something. I don't care what them people was burning down because we don't own them. And not even that, when people were burning buildings down in the summer of 2020, they were burning down the Walmart, Target, shit that white people own, not shit that black people own, okay? And I do believe that in the summer of 2020, I do believe that was more of the, you know, Antifa group going in, like getting younger people, paying them to destroy the areas, whatever. We all know about that little group. But this right here, this that happened on the Capitol, this wasn't no Antifa. This wasn't none of that. This was everybody who supports Donald Trump. Okay. And the thing about this you know, I seen a lot of people like, oh, well, you know, um, the police, where, where's the tear gas? Where this, that, and the third? Da, 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 da. Listen, y'all, we've always lived in two different Americas. If you're just, if it took you just to see that on TV to realize that we lived in two different Americas, I don't know where the fuck you been because we've always lived in two different Americas. And the two different Americas are white privilege. And any other races. Black people are not within America. Black people are not considered to be a part of America. Black people are not even mentioned when America wants to talk or whatever the case may be. Okay? So, we got these white people done came, okay, done acted a fool, 
I mean, they said they was in there smoking weed. They was in there pissing in the places. They was in there um, using the bathroom. They were just in there being a mess. And the thing about it is, you know, they was being what you call or what they call us ghetto. It was ghetto. It was a hot ass mess. And I mean, it went on for hours. Hours. People done died. You know, hours. And the senators, they came back and resumed um, their whole, you know, voting. Because the whole thing was they were voting on, you know, Joe Biden presidency. And I said to myself, I said, oh. Now everybody is scared shitless. Lindsey Graham, he done changed his tune. Couple other Republicans done changed their tune. I said, let me tell you. I said, wow. It just took for some. And it's and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but this is what we saw. It took for us to get some poor white trash people to get up here, act a fool, bombard the Capitol. People got killed. People got shot. Like, it took all of that for y'all senators to realize, to wake the fuck up. It took it took all of that. If we would have known that's all we had to do, we could have went down to West Virginia and gallied up a few people. If that's all we needed to do to get people to be on the same accord, to keep people to be on the same page. That shit that, that was down there, that was ridiculous. It was It was embarrassing, to say the least. But it wasn't embarrassing for... It wasn't embarrassing for black people. It wasn't embarrassing to to um um it wasn't embarrassing to people that are on the right side of America. It was embarrassing to other white people. Okay? All right? <laughs> because you got some white people, the ones that have common sense, they're pissed. Okay, because now the world has seen what the other how many of them, okay, acts like, which is the complete fool. So that's why I'm just like, you know, black people, mind our business. This not our fight. We don't need to take on this fight, even though we take on everything else and we save the world and we do this down the third, save elections, save seats, save brunches, save restaurants closing, Save baby daddies from going to jail. Even though we do all of these things. This right here. This right here. None of our concern. None of our business. Because the thing about it is. They allowed it. Every last Republican senator. Every last one of them. They knew what Donald Trump was. That's why that Paul Ryan got the fuck up out of there. Because he knew. He knew. He knew. He was quick. Soon as he saw the first little thing that Trump did, oh, his ass was gone. Okay? But you got the Lindsey Grahams. You got all these other people. You know, you see old videos surface of them talking shit about Donald Trump, this, that, and the third. But every single thing that he did in that office, they were backing him up. They were supporting him. They were riding for him. They were doing this, that, and the third. So guess what? All of the embarrassment that your American people suffered to that day or last... This just happened last week, y'all. We ain't even been in 2021 a good week before the shenanigan shit happened okay we ain't even been in 2021 for a week i mean it was quite ridiculous now you know the fbi is asking for people help why why you asking for the people help y'all ain't got no cameras in there y'all got no cameras in there then the police some of them feel like it was an inside job. Listen, hello. Black people have been telling y'all for years that some of these police that work in these departments and that work for the FBI, that they're working for, you know, Ku Klux Klan. They're working for hate groups against minorities, against women, against, you know, anybody, children, all of that. It's all in, it's all within house. So yet again, who is actually surprised here? Is it black people or is it 
white America. Because black people shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't be surprised at all. At all. Because I know I'm not. I'm just sitting back just looking at the shit show. That shit that happened there... I told y'all, I've been telling y'all since this whole thing been going down. We've been in a reality show, okay? This is this has been a reality show. They damn near had a whole movie going on. They could call it Mega Massacre if they wanted to. It was a hot-ass mess there. This is literally part one of the Love and Hip Hop reunion that we're in. But it's, it's the America. America shit show. So... The actual funny thing that really was hilarious was that Trump like, oh, yeah, we're going to go down to the Capitol. I'm going to be right there beside y'all. He wasn't out of net where in sight. His ass was back at the White House, okay, looking at the shit go down. I think they was back. Actually, I think they was backstage or some shit they had set up. But they got him out of there, took him to the White House, okay. Next thing you know. Donnie is giving a damn little press conference on the back of the White House. And he's, what does he start off the press conference with? Well, even though they don't want to count the election, he's still on the election. Still on it. Let me tell you something. Even if the Democrats did cheat, which, which, hey, if they did, they did it pretty damn good. Okay. Because I'm still going to stand by that. I do not believe that Joe Biden got more popular votes than Obama, but that's just me my opinion but at the end of it all at the end of the day okay the people voted and a lot of people feel like it's a slap in our face and a slap to the black community because we're the ones who went out in droves and voted so are you essentially saying that our votes don't matter and this is what black people want and you know at the end of the day i personally do feel that at this point, after we done seen all of this shit that America done done and America, you know, was trying to, you know, cover up using, you know, certain words to describe all of them people. Listen, I got a lot of words that I want to use for them and, you know, protesters or whatever. Protesters ain't the word for them. They was ghetto. They was uh, poor, white trash. That's what the fuck they was. Okay. That's what they were. So, at the end of it all, what is left of their? What is left for America to do? What 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 exactly is left for America to do? What do we feel that America needs to do to move forward? Who knows? Because they said that they coming back, okay. And when they come back, they coming back and they coming back during inauguration. And once they come back. They said they're going to come back guns a-blazing, okay? Guns a-blazing. So, you know, Pence had to call the National Guard. And God forbid when they got back up there and resumed um, their little meeting, counting the electoral votes, Prince, I mean Prince, Pence, he honestly, honestly, he sounds like a real president. He sounds like what people honestly want to see which is compassion and maybe a little bit of lies and a little bit of truth but you know the thing about it is pence has been waiting okay he's been waiting for them to impeach donald trump so he can move up in there but everything ain't go the way he planned and i don't think he's gonna you know side with the democrats to impeach him now with the little bit of time that he's at has left left in the office even though it is good that you know they want to impeach him so that he doesn't get to run again. But this is the thing. That shit that we saw last week, that shit was ghetto. It was a hot-ass mess. And all you can do is continue to, like, if you, you can't even cry at this point, okay? You can't even cry at this point. All you can do is just laugh and just pray to God. That's it. That's all you can do. I mean, they done arrested people. They done got people on a no-fly list. These people, like, really went back to their hotels. I guess they really thought that they wasn't going to get caught. I guess they really thought that they wasn't going to, nothing was going to happen to them. And they think that nothing was going to happen to them is because that white privilege kicked in. And they're in their minds, 
they're doing what what's right. They're saving the country. They're 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 using their amendments, their first amendment. They're doing this that ain't doing shit. Okay, you got one person out there. She faking like she got tear gas whole time. She had an onion in her hand. Listen, this was a plan coop that didn't go down the way that they wanted to, to go. And it backfired on a lot of people. A lot of people. So they're black people. Mind y'all business and collect and save your money. Okay? Because it's gonna be some shit. These January is gonna hit us with a January gonna hit us with a big boom. Okay? Big boom bang these next couple of days. You guarantee it's gonna be a mess. It truly is. It truly is. Um, so let's get off of that. Uh, so damn America, we have the Dems take back control. So what does that mean for black America? So pretty much I'm going to keep this simple and sweet with this damn America topic because I don't want to go too much into this. But what that means for black America, it means this. The Democrats, y'all need to, y'all, y'all, because I'm saying y'all because I didn't vote for neither one candidate because they just didn't appease me. But the community needs to make sure that we have our foot on these people next because they are not going to be able to use the excuse that, oh, we try to get this passed, but the Republicans blocked it. No, no, don't need that excuse. That excuse is not going to work no more because the Senate and the House is blue. So the Senate and the House is blue and you don't promise black America all of these things and black America went out here and voted for you to make sure that you get into office. You better damn sure do everything that black America needs and black America is looking for money, wealth, fuck that equality shit that y'all want. We're never clearly after the shit that you see that happened last week, we're never going to be equal to these people. So forget it. Let's think about economics. Let's think about growing our communities. Let's think about the uh, the the housing opportunities for black people. Let's think about the the pay grade for black women. Let's think about all of those things. Let's think about youth programs for our black men and y'all just don't give up on them and just send them to jail. Let's think about those things. I don't care about the equality no more. Fuck the equality. We can be equal among ourselves. These politicians, they need to be held accountable for the bullshit and for the lies that they feed people when it's time for them to show action. And we need to make sure as the black community that we got our foot to their necks because there shouldn't be no excuses. None. None. Maybe for the first, maybe for maybe... Maybe we'll give them the month of February where we'll hear, oh, you know, Joe Biden trying to clean up what Trump mess created this, that, and the third. Okay, we'll give you the month of February to fix it. But after then, you should have some shit in place for black America. Point blank simple. And let me tell y'all something. Let me hit y'all on game. Y'all think Joe Biden going to be a four-year term president? I'll give him a year. Because they're going to push Kamala into that presidency spot and Nancy Pelosi is going to be vice president. And I guarantee that's going to happen. I guarantee that's going to happen. And I guarantee Kamala knows it's going to happen too. Because the way that both of them got on that ticket is still quite funny to me. Because if we look and we go back to the primaries, they hated each other. Especially Kamala because she called him a racist and every goddamn thing else. But we shall see. But listen, I ain't gonna complain. Y'all wanted Trump out. Trump is out. Now he's getting out and he's causing fucking mayhem in the world. And now everybody is so shocked. They can't believe it. Oh my goodness. This, that, and the third. We didn't know. How you ain't know? How you ain't know? How you ain't know? And one thing I want to say to black America and black people if you the reason why I say fuck equality at this point being equal is because that's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot because it needs to start within our own community. We need to respect each other. We need to respect that 
this brother or this sister is going out trying to do better for their family or trying to do better for the community instead of hating on each other, hating on what this person doing, hating on what this person got. When we lift each other up, all that killing in the community's got to stop. There's no reason why I said this in the group chat. In Baltimore 2020, it was 300 plus murders and majority of them were women and children. We can't demand equality and respect from these other races until we respect ourselves. They see us, they see what we do, and they look at us and laugh at us like, oh, well, they can't even respect each other. Why the fuck, you know? So we have to get that in-house priority number one if we want to be out here marching for equality, marching to be equal. Let's get out there and march for little Ray Ray get shot by a straight bullet. Let's get out there and march for, you know, gang violence, you know, things like that. Not just getting out there and marching because a white officer killed a black man. No. No. We got to turn some things around in 2021. And it, and, and you. Anytime you do resolutions or whatever, you look within yourself, deep within yourself are things that you want to change. And these are things that we need to look in within our community and try to change together. And not one group or one person can be able to do that. Everybody should be able to lend a hand. Everyone. Everyone. So, you know, damn America. White privilege then came and then tried to conquer. We ain't going to say they conquered. They tried to conquer. And now the world is in fucking shambles and nobody knows what to do. But when the world was in shambles with black people getting shot every day, it was every day. Everybody was going about their businesses. Everything was still getting done. Bills were still getting paid. People were still, you know, tweeting, going about their business. So that's why I told black people, mind your business. Mind it. Because this is not our fight. Ain't got nothing to do with us. Not nothing. Okay, so let's get into our rising star. So our rising star, we have Andrew. I think his last name is Brennan. Um, So he works for National Geographic Society. He's from um, Lexington, Kentucky. So in 2012, as a high school junior, he co-founded the uh, uh, P. Richard Community Student Voice Team, which is a youth organization that got the state legislator to restore 14 million in needed base scholarships. In 2020, he's been involved in awarding 1.4 million in grants to youth programs and youth-led organizations as an educational fellow at the National Geographic Society, and through his work with the uh, Woodrow Wilson National Fellowship Foundation and Teach for America's Revention Lab. He's also studying towards a master's in education at Harvard. So shout out to this young man. He is, I believe he's 24 years old. Yeah, 24 years old. So shout out to him, young king, young black king. We lift you up as our rising star. Okay. So Let's get into it, y'all. The Twerk Something segment. Pretty much, listen, the Twerk Something segment, we got the um busted challenge that's been going on. I haven't thought about doing it because I can't work that TikTok. I'll leave that to them. I ain't got time to be tapping the screen and trying to get my head done and do all of that and showing that I can bust it and I got some Meganese and I can still twerk. Okay, so more power to the beautiful black queens that's out there doing it because honey i i can't do any of that all i can do is do the twerk something segment and talk my shit okay um so let's see what we got y'all it's some stuff okay so you know lori harvey she has confirmed that she's dating michael b jordan let me tell you that lori harvey baby (laughs) I get it. She's young. She's 24. She's supposed to date. Yes. Got that. Great. That Lori Harvey for the streets. I don't care what y'all say. She for the streets. By the time the weather break, her ass will be right back out there again. Now, as far as Michael B. Jordan, we just, as far as Michael B. Jordan, we just thankful that he has gone black, okay? Because at first, we was worried about him because he was like in the European chicks, okay? He has came back to reality ever since, um... 
the revolution has been happening. He has, you know, came back. We had a well and back win. Um, so I don't have a problem with Lori Harvey, you know, her dating and all this other stuff. The problem I have with her is her list. It's the list of niggas, you know, like that's what, that's the thing for me. It's the list of the people that y'all choosing to be a hoe with, <laughs> you know, like it's the list of people. Like you could be a hoe. That's fine. But it's just the list of people that you're trying to be a hoe with. So she was married to the soccer boy, dumped him. Then she got with Justin Combs. Then stopped dating Justin Combs and got with Trey Songs. Stopped dating Trey Songs, then went back to went to Future. Stopped dating Future, then went to Diddy, who is Justin Combs' father. Stopped dating Diddy, then went back to Future. And then stopped dating Future, went to Akon's brother, and now she's with Michael B. Jordan. You see, like, she's in rotation with these niggas. The only, the only person that's probably still up, that's upset during this whole situation is probably Meek Mills. Because he said he had Lori Harvey on his wish list. And clearly, baby Meek, you must ain't got enough money for her or got enough swag for her. Because she ain't never entered in the chat for you. It's quite embarrassing. It really is. I think that I think the part that makes me kind of like Ooh, is the the father and the father and the son thing. Like I hope they wasn't passing around from bedroom to bedroom, child, because that would just be something. Listen, I know I'm an advocate. I'm a you know diehard future fan. People were saying you know future out here doing the same thing. Like how can you say niggas ain't shit? Let me tell you why I like future, and this is why this is a thin line between love and hate. When it comes to future, I respect him because he keeps it a hundred. He keeps it, he keeps it honest with these bitches. Okay, and that go back to the lyrics and everything else. Okay, half of these women that sleeping with these people, they are looking for come ups. Okay, they already know that these men have four and five babies, four and five baby fathers. So they choose to have sex with these niggas without condoms because they clearly can go get plan Bs. They can be on birth control. They can be on all of that shit. But most majority of them are looking for come-ups, okay? Now, would I date a nigga like Future? No, that's why he's considered one of my best friends because I learned from the actions of what that nigga do for I don't get a nigga like that, okay? Okay. Um, and I'm not even going to go into fabulous little message. Everybody thought they were so cute. You know, oh, you're missing the message. This, and you know what? He can kick rocks. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, because that little message that he put up there to tribute to Emily, it was nothing but a front. He done took and knocked that girl teeth out, embarrassed her on television. Okay. Then cheated on her. Um, um, um. He introduced her as her stylist. That's what she's always been known as, okay? And she's walking around having smiles since he knocked her teeth out. Ain't seen a picture with her smiling. So we don't even know if her veneers are still in, if they're straight. We don't know none of that shit. We just know that she had a baby and she's on cloud nine. And all of a sudden, Fabulous is sending this message out about family and all this other crap. And everybody is so magical. Everybody's eyes is lighting up like they done won the damn Nobel Peace Prize. Give me a break. That nigga still ain't shit. Okay? But if y'all want to rock with it and love it, love it. I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it at all. Mm-mm. Can't do it at all. Um, you know, Kim and Kanye is getting divorced, they say. A lot of people are very, very um, happy about that because they feel like we're going to get the old Kanye back. This is good. Let me say, black people are something, child. They turn on you in a minute and then they open you back up with open arms, child. We are one forgiving race, child. Because let me tell you something. If y'all said that Kanye was cut off, he would have just been cut off. But y'all feeling sorry for him because he's not with Kim Kardashian no more. Like, I, like I've been saying with these Kardashians, these men want to be with them. Okay? They want to be with them. They like being with them. Every man that has been with them. Their careers weren't shit before they got with them. Nobody knew who they were and stuff for Kanye West. Okay? Kanye came in there and he switched everything about them. Their clothes, everything. He even says in a song that they're the new Jacksons. Okay? So 
Why are we feeling bad for Kanye? Why are we feeling like, oh my God, we're going to get the old Kanye back? Kanye wanted to be with this girl. He always wanted to be with Kim Kardashian. Always. Now, it's a rumor sprinkling around that, you know, she's probably dating Van Jones and Kanye was, you know, jealous with their relationship. Let me tell you something, Kim. If you're dating Van Jones, baby, just wait a couple of months before you come out with him, child, because Kanye is going to have a nervous breakdown and we're not going to be able to reclaim our brother back back into the community if we can fix him, child, okay? So just wait if you're going to come out with Van. And, you know, I guess... If she's dating Van, her and Van has some things in common. This girl done change, trying to change her ways. She's trying to change from being a naked playboy to being a conservative with suits. And she's trying to be a lawyer, trying to get black people out of jail or whoever. Okay. So she's messing with Van. She's messing with Van. She lost, Kanye lost her when he got up there. And, you know, unfortunately, he doesn't want to take his medicine. He got up there acting a fool, saying some things he was saying. It's understandable, but you got to keep going back and digging deep and listening. And then some things is just like, oh, my God, boy, why did you get up there? You know, he's going on Twitter rampages. You know, it's just a shit show. And we have seen Kim Kardashian do a fucking 480. Okay, a 480. So, I mean, literally a 480. Everything within her has changed. Her face, her ass, and her ways. So, what's the woman to do? You know, if she divorces him, God rest, you know, peace be with them. You know, Kanye wasn't right when he started dating that goddamn Amber Rose. I don't care what y'all say, okay? That man came to the war show with a whole Hennessy bottle. Okay, Amber Rose. It was with Amber Rose. Okay, Amber Rose done had a baby by Wiz Khalifa child. She's having slut walks, and y'all can even tell me that when he got with Kim Kardashian, she she changed him. She he was on a curse. Please give me a break. Curse my ass. Um. Ooh, this one is good too. So. Nicki Minaj, I heard, is not cool with making a stallion no more. So this is what I've been this is what I've been hearing. Um so let me tell y'all what I've been hearing, y'all. Hold on. So okay, so Nikki doesn't mess with Meg the Stallion anymore. I haven't for a while. So, you know, Kaylani unfollowed a lot of people and Nikki did the same. So she did that so she can unfollow Megan in peace and it make it wouldn't make it seem like, you know, it was a big ordeal. So Nikki went on there, she removed her pictures that her and Meg had up. And I guess she left one out of respect for I'm not sure, somebody. But I I told y'all a couple of long episodes back, like Megan Thee Stallion, listen, she, she has really damaged herself with this whole Tory Lane situation. At this point, the only person that can be able to tell us the truth is the gun in the car. That's it at this point. And neither, neither of those two objects can even talk. You know, Tori hasn't had a court date yet. He's still doing music. You know, every time he posts something on Twitter, it feels like Meg comes back with subliminals, you know, keep talking about him. You know, this whole thing is a mess. So, you know, if Nikki, you know, fell out with her, I'm sure it has to be a good reason of why. Because, you know, honestly, you know, Meg has gotten to this industry. She does a lot of drinking. She just, you know, she's she's changed. She did a whole 360 a little bit. So, you know, well, I'm not surprised. And I'm not going to say that I am. Now, if, if uh, Nikki stopped messing with her, because of Cardi, I, you know, I do find that whack. But, you know, Nikki is a mom now. So, you know, they say when you become a mother, certain things within your life changes, your thinking process changes, things, you know, start to change. So we'll see how this all plays out. Um, I'm very curious to to know what what's going to happen with this. So we'll see. 
Um, I did also see that Latoya Luckett is divorcing her husband. Thank God. Because the way that he disrespected her on that show, baby, he would have been gone. That's the, you know, everybody keeps saying like, oh, you know, don't do this because you don't know what it's like until you're in it. Let me tell you, women have to start valuing themselves more, okay? These men, yes, are only going to do what you allow them to do. And the disrespect and all of that shit that they be doing, they can take that somewhere else. You have to put your foot down. You have to know your worth. And Latoya Lucky realized that she knows her worth. She has kids by him, very small kids by him. And he's out here acting a complete ass, acting a complete fool. And, you know, he's posting. First thing come out, I didn't cheat. Niggas always do that when they cheat. That mean you cheating. That mean you cheating. Why couldn't you give us a cute calm and collective message like she gave us you too busy reading the comments and shit because you too busy worrying about if you gonna get ratted out for cheating because nigga you was cheating you know disrespectful then he's talking about oh so all the friends and family that say they didn't like me da, 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 da. like boy okay you realize after you done with a nigga you realize how much of a child they were because these niggas can be child they can be some kids, honey. They be thinking they grown men and they doing this, that, and the third. Half of them don't be doing nothing. Not a damn thing. Half of them barely eating and half of them barely breathing. Okay? So, I commend Latoya Luckett. That stuff that we were seeing on TV, it was a disgrace. And I do not think that she's doing this for a storyline. I think she's doing this because she knows better and she knows she was raised better and she knows her worth and good for her. And she probably's listening to that new Jasmine Sullivan album, okay? Because thank you, Jasmine Sullivan, because, baby, that EP, that EP is beautiful. I mean, I have listened to every single word. I have listened to every single song over and over again. And I had to stop some of it. And I was like, damn, this bitch is speaking to me. Like, Jasmine Sullivan did her thing. She's another artist that's, like, underrated. Nobody really pays attention to her, you know. And I noticed that when she first started out, she was a little bit heavier. Then she lost weight. So that's when I think people, you know, kind of... um pay more attention to her but I love it I love the new album I love her and and like I said I'm happy for Latoya Lucky I'm happy you know you got the people like Regine you know posting little stuff about people being samples and this that and the third girl you are a sample you've been a sample she's another one she's another one you know, Regine had a real cute boyfriend, real cute, nice, wholesome boyfriend going to college. I think at the time when he was dating, when she was dating him, she was thinking about going to college. Then she then got with that raggedy ass. Oh, God, his teeth. He's like a damn gremlin. Then got with him. He then disrespected her thousands of times. And it's just like, girl, how can you let these niggas disrespect in your father, Lil Wayne? How? I mean, a hot-ass mess. And she's sitting up there giving, oh, you know, we need to stop being, girl, you are a sample. You're a sample to him. You've been a sample. And then I seen that post, she's like, oh, people hating on me. Hating on what? Listen, these celebrities, baby, let me tell you. If they think the quarantine has really got to the American people, the regular people, whatever they want to call us, baby, the quarantine has gotten to them, okay? They are the ones that are just dealing with this worse than anybody you would ever imagine, okay, honey? They don't know what they want to do. Marriages is breaking up. Secrets is being told. Hoes is still continue to be hoes. And niggas is still doing what they've been doing, which is cheating. But now... The cheating is coming to the light full force because we've been at home. We've been at home. So they ain't got nowhere to really go, nothing to really do. And the girlfriends and the wives are just in the air, just nagging them in the air, in the air. And they just like, damn, this damn quarantine has got to quarantine. Damn, damn, damn. 
But the quarantine has been, whoo, child. It's been doing some things to them, okay? Been doing some things to them. They don't even know what to do. They don't know if they're coming or going, okay? But, hey. And another one, that Von Miller. So, Von Miller, he gets nasty, y'all. I didn't know he gets nasty. But he gets real nasty. You know, I saw the little text message thread telling his ex-fiance that she need to get an abortion or hope she have a miscarriage. These, let me tell you, these men out here, let me tell y'all, they a piece of work. They really are. They a piece of work. I was very surprised with Von Miller. I thought he just was so classy, so elegant, you know. But, oh, honey, he gets nasty, baby. He turns turns it up because he was just doing some, he was just saying some things up in that message, baby, that just wasn't right, honey. And I was just like, mm, Lord have mercy. If they could talk to me like that, child, it would be on, okay? It would really be on. Um... One more thing. Oh, so The Bachelor. Okay, y'all. So I normally don't watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or none of that stuff. But of course, I'm watching this season because it's the first black male bachelor. And he is so fine, y'all. So fine. And I was asking my friends, like, how can I get on this show? But anyway, the first episode was quite funny you know i was skeptical about who he was going to choose but he chose some really good potentials uh, i was happy that he chose a lot of black women because it was you know a lot of uh white women in there you know trying to get chosen but he chose some beautiful women and i think episode two i think they come on every monday at eight o'clock so i'm gonna be like really in tune to it because i really want to see you know at the end of it all like who he really ends up with because it looks like it's going to be very, very, very interesting on both ends, on the women end and also on his end. So hopefully, hopefully by the end of the whole season, he ends up with um, a black queen and we can have, you know, see some black love come from out of that, um, that bachelor type of, you know, franchise. So We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so let's get into, you know, what you won't do. So what you won't do is not do the correct version of the Corvette, Corvette dance. Okay. So y'all seen the girl, she said, you know, you got to do it right. You got to act like you, you know, about to beat a bitch up when you do that little punching thing and you got to make sure that you ride like you got to do that dance right. If you don't do that dance right, honey, it's going to be a problem because that... That dance is something. It's very, it's very popular. And also, I seen another thing. CNN. What you won't do is use a black boy's photo. Okay, who knows where you got it from? To claim that unemployment is hitting people hard, and da, 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 just to claim that it's all the black people with the unemployment. No, 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 no. It's the American people. So what you should have did is you should have got a photo of all people of all different colors and races and put that up there. Not use this random ass black boy, but black people. Oh, child, child, child. Okay. And what you won't do Donnie is think that we cared about you sending inauguration. Now, Donnie, they do not care about you not coming to the inauguration, Donnie. Now, I know you wanted to tweet and want everybody to know that you wasn't coming, Don, but they didn't care. They wasn't looking for you. I don't even think they invited you. And then, furthermore, they done, they done suspend or they done uh, got rid of Donald Trump's Twitter forever, okay, censorship. Now, the thing I have with this censorship, before we get out of here, with this censorship, you know, what Carrie Hilson was trying to say is that can become dangerous because that's what they did with Louis Farrakhan. Louis Farrakhan got blocked and got, you know, put off of all these different platforms because they felt that he was saying negative things about Jews. So, you know, as the American people, these are things, unfortunately, that we should pay attention to. Even though right now we're letting our emotions, you know, take over what is right because we don't want them, if they can do these, do these things to these you know, famous people who knows what they have in store for American citizens. So one thing is we don't want to be censored. You know, people that are YouTubers, podcasters, we don't want to be censored about what we should be able to share. We should be able to talk about and discuss everything. Now, 
with Trump, Trump to me, his Twitter was always hilarious to me. I never took nothing he said serious. I never took nothing he said as being, you know, outrageous. I took it as Trump being a damn Gemini and he's fucking crazy. But at the end of it all, um, if this if that was their way of so-called trying to protect American people or whatever, it was like, okay, hmm, are you really protecting us with this censorship? So that's something that people should look at, not just look at because, oh, you know, we don't like Donald Trump. Oh, you're taking up for Trump. It's not about taking up for Trump. It's just about using the logic, using, you know, common sense. And, you know, to this day, that's why when we see Farrakhan come, it, people get so, you know, excited because he, you know, he's been blocked for a long time. He He's not allowed to, you know, be on platforms. So, you know, those are certain things that we should start to look into, you know, start to just pay attention to. So we'll see. Um, so, you know, like I always say, you know, this is episode 129, A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. You know, the new year is coming, 2021. We're not coming. We're we're in the new year. Sorry about that. It's 2021, you know. So, like I said, these first couple of months are going to be shaky, y'all. It's going to be a journey for sure, especially in the political world, especially with politics, especially with, you know, we're still in the pandemic still. They don't know, you know, how to get it under control. Unfortunately, they're going to start opening things back up and then closing them back down. You know, it's just going to be still a shit show. So, you know, I just, you know, pray for all the American people. Uh, you know, not even, you know, pray for the American people. I just pay, pray for my people. I pray that my people can be, be able to refocus and my people can be able to gain that wealth and gain that knowledge and the economics that we need to build our communities up. So, you know, during this trying time, because I'm going to tell you right now, these next couple of months, black people, this is not none of our business, not none of our concern. We, what we need to be concerned about is when this new administration takes office, we need to look at the policies that they are creating that's going to help and benefit our communities, okay? Um, so yet again, you guys can stream our previous episode on all available platforms. Um, also follow us on all social media, Shanghai underscore Chronicles is Twitter and Shanghai underscore Chronicles is Instagram. Okay, good people. I hope everyone has a wonderful work week. Okay, and I'm out.